For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Isaiah 9, verses 6 and 7. This is the anticipatory season, the remembrance and celebration of the birth of a new king that would bring a righteous and just reign to the earth. They had been waiting for that moment for centuries after Isaiah and others predicted it. And then it happened in Bethlehem with the birth of an utterly countercultural servant savior who would implement the upside down kingdom of heaven. Many of us find our hope in Jesus as being tied to that end game of heaven. It's actually more fun than that. Not that heaven won't be a blast. Heaven has never been the sole goal for God, not for us. As with so much of life, the big thing is not the destination, but the journey there. The end game has always been God's overarching strategy to redeem the earth and a people. And that, my friends, involves a journey. The reason I say life is more fun than just going to heaven is simple. Everyone gets to play an adventure game in God's kingdom in this earthly life. Our hope is not just tied to a hereafter, but to a here and now. God is willing for you and me to live a highly purposeful existence right now. The Bible is all about the hope in Jesus as the coming Redeemer who would receive back the authority lost in the Garden of Eden, receive all authority at the cross, and then tell us in Matthew 28 to go out and be like him. As E. Stanley Jones once said, the kingdom of God is Christ-likeness universalized. Wow, the more we become like Jesus, the brighter the world becomes. The less we look like Jesus, well, you get it. But to be salt and light to a dark world demands us being purposeful. We are but a vapor, here today and gone tomorrow. In this Advent season, might it be something to ask yourself a hope-filled question, if the kingdom of God pushes back darkness as more of us are more Christ-like, how might I up my game in becoming like Jesus? How is my city brighter because I exist? Clue. Read the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5-7, through 7, and implement it. I know I ponder stuff like this, and boy, it's neither easy nor convenient. But like Jesus, you and I weren't sent into the world to see how we can craft ever comfier pillows. The hope of Jesus is that he would overthrow evil. Jesus came declaring war against dark systems of oppression. You and I were born into a long-standing rebellion against this present darkness, a rebellion that will one day conclude with the return of the king. In the meantime, we are it. And fortunately, he is with us on this adventure, and that means we win from his point of view. No one else is coming to this generation. We are the team on the ground. We're the hands and feet of Jesus. And for some reason, he has faith in us, or I doubt he would have sent us in the first place. There is a move of God taking place in this city and beyond. It is a unique moment in history in which God appears to be pouring out his favor and calling us, his kids, 
into a greater place of unity and love. To sustain movements requires our kindling and fanning an extravagant hope amongst the people. Let us first kindle and fan that hope within our own hearts that we might share the fire with others. We cannot share what we do not possess. In this Advent season, would you join me in spending time pondering the cataclysmic event taking place at that long anticipated birth? It means everything to who we are today and how we experience our brief term on earth.